You are listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. Using fingerprints to unlock your digital devices. What first started as a futuristic sci-fi trope is now a very common measure for protecting homes and electronics. But how secure is it? People could actually copy your fingertips and use them to steal your identity. Are biometrics more or less secure than using a PIN or a password on your electronic devices? The short answer? It depends. We'll dive into some of the big security vulnerabilities that you need to be aware of with fingerprint unlocking. And we'll dive into the best ways to protect your devices. One cool thing about using biometrics like fingerprints to unlock your devices is it's super simple. Just put your finger on the device and you're in. This is actually important because when it comes to security and privacy, as soon as you make it a burden, people stop doing it. And it's estimated that 52% of people don't use any kind of security to lock their phone. So adding something as simple as a touch sensor means a big security increase for a lot of people. But what if you are someone who wants to protect their device and you're willing to make an effort? Is a fingerprint unlock the best option? Well, there are at least three core problems with using biometrics for security. The first is that they're not revocable. Your biometrics are forever. When you forget your password, you can reset it. When you lose a credit card, you can order a new one. You can't simply order a new set of fingerprints. They will be linked to you forever and always. The second problem is that biometric data is not secret. In 2014, Jan Chrysler, also known as Starbug, spoke at the annual Chaos Computer Club conference and explained how he copied the thumbprint of German Defense Minister Ursula von der Leyen using nothing more than several close-range photos of her hands and commercially available software. Unfortunately, there are no easy fixes to this. Just try obscuring every photo of your hand that was ever taken. So although your fingerprints are unique to you, the fact that they're not secret is a big problem for security. And the final problem is that it's actually really easy for your fingerprints to be captured and reproduced. Not just from photographs, but also from objects that you've touched. Your fingerprints are everywhere, on your computer screen, on your phone screen, on glasses and mugs that you've used. Kraken put out a fantastic tutorial in 2021 showing people just how easy it is to extract a fingerprint and use it to hack someone's device, all for the cost of $5. They found a fingerprint and took a photo, created a negative of the fingerprint using image editing, printed the fingerprint onto a clear film, then added wood glue. After the wood glue has cured, we are left with a slim fingerprint copy. And even this unsophisticated copy is enough to unlock all types of devices. They use this copy to unlock an iPad, MacBook Pro, and even a hardware wallet. In 2020, Cisco Talos Security Group revealed an 80% success rate while using fake fingerprints, where the sensors were bypassed at least once. As it's just not feasible to wipe every surface that you touch, that does mean that you're leaving behind helpful keys that malicious attackers can use to unlock your devices. To make matters worse, researchers at NYU reported in 2017 that most smartphones don't capture a user's full fingerprint. 
Instead, they scan and store partial fingerprints, and many phones allow users to use different fingers in their authentication system. Most devices rely only on partials for identification, and unfortunately, there's a much greater chance of falsely matching a partial print than a full one. Indeed, these researchers were able to create a master print, a fingerprint that had enough different partial prints in it that it could lock 4% of devices. It's kind of like how the pin 1234 is a master password that will also unlock 4% of devices. But keep in mind that unless someone has a copy of one of these master prints, and your prints just happen to be in the 4% that make your device vulnerable to a master print, your device is still pretty safe. And if you're not susceptible to a master print, to hack your device would involve not only obtaining a clean image of your prints, but also getting physical access to your device. It's a pretty involved attack that you would have to be specifically targeted for, and only the most determined and capable adversaries would succeed. The average user with a minimum threat level should be able to relax a bit with the safeguards currently in place. Current safeguards from Apple also include preventing people from using a severed finger to open someone's device. They've thought of everything. In addition to mapping out a 3D layout of your fingerprints, Apple's Touch ID scanners also use advanced capacitors that detect the natural electrical signals in your body. So a dead finger won't work. Now, if you are a person with a larger threat level, there are definite causes for concern as motivated individuals can pretty easily accomplish biometric invasion. Besides using the techniques we just discussed, fingerprint security can make it easier for someone to forcibly make you unlock your phone. US authorities figured out that they can't force you to turn over your passcode, but they can demand your fingerprint. Apparently, you can choose not to hand over your passcode to authorities in the US because the Fifth Amendment protects the right to silence, but the Fifth Amendment doesn't protect the use of your fingerprints. So if privacy is important to you because you're a journalist dealing with sensitive information, or you're an activist, or you're a human rights worker, or you're just a normal person who doesn't like their privacy being forcefully invaded, you may want to turn off Touch ID on your lock screen because it could make your device less secure from forced entry. What a mind job. One final issue that we'll mention is that people are often concerned that if they use biometrics on their devices, these fingerprints will be collected in some database somewhere, vulnerable to hacking. This is definitely a concern if you work in a location where your fingerprint is used to log into a server or gain privileged access, and it's not always clear whether this information is being stored securely. In 2015, a US government hack saw 5.6 million fingerprints stolen from federal employees. And in 2019, the fingerprints of over a million people, as well as facial recognition information, unencrypted usernames and passwords, and personal information of employees was discovered on a public publicly accessible database. We unfortunately can't comment on measures you can take if you work in a facility that requires your fingerprint to be stored in a database. But Apple and Android both take measures to protect your fingerprint on your devices. Apple stores your fingerprint on the device itself and uses a system called a secure enclave, which is a separate processor to handle your biometric information. It boots separately from the rest of your device and it's not directly accessible by your operating system or any of the programs running on your device. Android uses a system called the Trusted Execution Environment, or TEE. TEE also works by turning fingerprints into encrypted data and then storing it in an isolated part of your phone. Both report that fingerprint data is never stored in servers or uploaded to the cloud. So now that we have a lot of information about the pros and cons of fingerprint locks, 
Are they more or less secure than a PIN? Again, it really depends. Your PIN and password have to actually be complex enough to be secure. So here are some quick tips to really improve your device security. A PIN should be longer than four digits or it can more easily be brute forced. The same goes if you're unlocking using a pattern. These are generally too simple to be considered secure. Do not create a password or PIN with all the same letters or digits. And don't use any easy to guess information like your birthday, your name or address. Remember the simpler the code is for you to remember, the simpler it will be for a hacker to figure out too. A long, randomly generated password in general is usually the best bet. But striking a balance between convenience or ease of remembering and being actually secure enough can be difficult. Using a password manager can be helpful in this regard. And in an upcoming video, we'll go over some of the best password managers out there. Also keep in mind that fingerprints from repeatedly entering the same code or pattern usually start to show up on screens and adding more digits can help mitigate that. And the most important tip of all, a code that you're punching into your phone is not secure at all if someone is watching you punch it in. So we highly recommend that you use a privacy screen. These make it harder for someone nearby to see what you're typing into your phone. You would be shocked how many passcodes I've seen punched into phones at tech conferences, even from people seated over the other side of the room. But on that note, that's why securing your computer with a fingerprint can actually be more secure. People might be watching you type in your password and there's no privacy screen that will protect you from that. A fingerprint can be a more subtle unlock method. Again, it really comes down to your specific context and threat model at the time. This is how Snowden types in his password. But luckily, we're not all being targeted by the most powerful adversaries in the world. Finally, one of the best things that you can do for your security is use two-factor authentication wherever you can. It can definitely be a trade-off with convenience, but it does provide better security. We'll dive into different two-factor authentication methods in another video. To summarize, fingerprints are more like usernames than passwords. They're unique, static, and identifiable as belonging to you. Fingerprint security is incredibly convenient. So if you're choosing between a fingerprint lock and no security on your device at all, then absolutely enable fingerprint unlock. But if you do choose this method, be aware of the vulnerabilities of biometric unlocking and make your decision based on your own threat model. There is no perfect answer when it comes to security, so make a decision based on your own situation. I'm a Bitcoin, staring, I'm 